Right now, it's time to talk Utah football with Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is having an end-of-season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save 50% off each smart controller purchase. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit smartrain.net to schedule a demo today. Nick, good morning. Good morning. So, Nick, this has obviously been a couple of really difficult days for the University of Utah. What can you tell the fans who woke up to this news and were shocked? I mean, they don't have the personal relationships that obviously fellow players are going to have. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something, you know, you never want to hear. And, um, you know, sadly, you know, you hear it twice uh, in under a year. And um, it's just, it's, it's tough. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say about that. This is obviously a big-time tragedy, and we all recognize that everyone is going to die. But I look at myself, you know, I had a friend when I was 11 years old die. But then... It seemed like for many years the, the the pattern of death was you know grandparents when they were elderly and all that and that's at least some degree of uh, understandable because it's the natural order of life is that it ends in death we understand that but when young people go particularly when you are a young person and one of your peers goes that changes the dynamic completely and I know for you Nick. Personally, you've had that multiple times because you've been out front with the, uh, I don't know if he was a younger brother or an older brother, but uh, you've dealt with that. How are you dealing with these unusual tragedies that sh- young people, someone your age, shouldn't have to deal with? Um, you know, it's tough. I just, uh, my main thing is making sure other people are taken care of. Um, you know, I, I, I fully understand everything. Um, it was my older brother who passed away. And um, Ty and Alo and I've had a bunch of friends growing up in L.A. And, um, you know, it's a reality I've come to face with uh, from a very young age. And um, my dad always raised me to take care of people. And, um, you know, it does suck and it does make me upset. But, I mean, if I uh, start breaking down and... Um, you know, doing, breaking down, crying, feeling bad, then, I mean, I can't take care of other people. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I, I take care of myself, but I think it's more important to make sure, you know, the people around me who are hurting, like, when my brother passed, my mom and my family, and then, you know, and now that Aaron and Ty and everyone, um, the players over here are taken care of. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how I deal with it is just, you know, making sure everyone else is okay. Well, there is certainly uh, there's certainly power in healing and taking care of other people. You know, you help yourself when you help other people, and and I do believe that. But you know, you you got to take care of yourself too. Yeah. You know, absolutely. At this point, um, you know, as one of the leaders on the team, and I, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. Every person and and every group deals with you know grief in different ways. Um, does it help to get the team together now? Does it help if everyone has some some time apart to kind of try and process this as much as you can? It's it's obviously a shock and it's brutal. Um, but but how do you handle as a group going forward? As far as you know, you've got the normal routine of film and practice and all that stuff. Does, mm-hmm. does that stuff help, or do you need time away from that? And how do you guys handle that? 
you know, everyone handles it different. Um, as a group right now, we're continuing on because we know that, you know, Ty and Ayla would have wanted that and want us to continue on chugging and, um, you know, just be great. And um, we all understand that's the best way to honor them in their lives is, you know, to continue, you know, continue on pushing because both of those boys face a ton of adversity in their life. So, I, you know, they, they for a fact would want us to, you know, see this adversity and continue on because, you know, that's both of their life stories was just um, a battle of adversity. And um, it's good to be around each other, um, you know, so you can lean on each other. Everyone's checking up on each other. Um, yeah, so, so you know, so it's a really players-led program and, you know, a brotherhood, like, honestly, like no other. And um, there's times like this where it shows because you – honestly see how her people are by this and you also see you know how much other people care and you know take care of each other you have a bye this week obviously and you know football seems uh, trivial in certain times particularly in a, in a situation like this but this might be the most appropriately timed bye ever in the history of college football because i'm not sure how you would play a game, but you do have time off uh, this week. Would you agree with that assessment? Um, I guess it's not something really I really like thought about or would even say. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hesitate to even ask you about football at this point, Nick. I got a million. I got a million football questions, and I, I feel like it'd be disrespectful if I asked them. And at the same time, uh, you know, we can hear the pain in your voice, and I feel like I need to change the topic. What would you prefer to talk about? I don't usually ask guests that, but I think uh, in this situation, I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can we can talk about football. We can talk about whatever. I'm pretty, um, you know, I'll be able to handle whatever it is. Um, All right, but yeah. Well, a little, a, a little football then. I'm, I'm curious what you thought when you saw the, the – I don't know if you watched any part of the USC game. You had an earlier game in the day. So, But if, just watching the film or seeing the score, your reaction to USC and Oregon State? Um, my overall reaction would be um, it's a crazy game. <laughs> and uh, OSU is a good program. Oregon State is a good program. Um, you can never – honestly count them out um they're the tough team who's usually the underdogs but if you let you know that little light come through they will take advantage of that and uh i think it showed can football be a therapy for you and your teammates in situations like this uh yeah for sure i mean most of the time you know this is an escape for people um, especially coming out to Salt Lake and, you know, playing football is like, it's an escape from all of this. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, you know, what it is. Um, it gives you a time, you know, to lock in and focus on things um, outside of it because, you know, once you get into the walls, it's all ball. You got to focus on whether it's your weightlifting or film or football, whatever it is, you know, um, because everyone is dealing with a lot of stuff in their life. And, um, you know, we've been coached to, you know, when it's, it's time to go, it's time to go. Um, you know, there's always a time and place to mourn for things and 
be upset about things or address things in life. Um, but football for sure is like some type of uh, distraction. Yeah. What uh, you, this is a bye week, and obviously with the tragedy, it, it's an unusual bye week. What's your schedule? Uh, we got a, a there's a good schedule. You know, practice, lift, film, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, just usual, you know, bye week. You gonna have a chance to uh, go home here, or the guys have a chance to go home? You individually, or the guys as a group? Uh, I'm gonna stay out here. I don't know what uh, anyone else's plans are. I kind of usually just lay low, especially when season comes or even like summer comes like that. I, I go home in like May and then I'm here for the rest of the year. You've been in the program a number of years. Uh, where are you on the academic ladder? Are you, are you done and working on graduate stuff? Where, where do you stand there? Uh, yeah, so I graduated twice. I got a, a BS and, um, psychology and, uh, criminology. And then I did a bunch of, um, prereqs for med school so right now i'm kind of just taking easy classes because there's no way you can do med school and yeah. you know college football so. <laughs> yeah we understand that what kind of medicine yeah. what kind of medicine you interested in uh anesthesia yeah i remember talking to you as a freshman and you were talking about that uh i assume there's going to be a service I, I think the team went or most of it correct me if i'm wrong when there's a ty jordan situation there is that going to be the same thing here uh yeah for sure you know we just got a work out all the details and uh, see how the cards land. Well, Nick, we appreciate the time this morning. Thanks for coming on in really unusual and uh, painful times, but uh, we appreciate it. For sure. Thank you. Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman. Join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Man, you really hear the suffering right there, PK. So, well, yeah, why would agony. you? It's agony listening to him. I mean, it's just twice in, in nine months or ten months, whatever it is. It's nine, just nine months shocking. And, nine months in one day. Yeah. One one would be shocking. And one, then, one, one was shocking. <laughs> and then have two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe for them, this is a galvanizing thing. Not to say football is a savior by any stretch, but keeping busy, they say. Uh, yeah. These, for some people, I mean, everyone's different. I, you, I don't know that you can apply a... Uh, one grieving process uh, fits all, uh, but maybe for some, the opportunity to be together and to have a goal, at least maybe during those times of practice or games, it might be able to divert your mind. I'm sort of stabbing here. I can't say it works for 105 people, but maybe for some it does. And it's, uh, The thing that always bothered me, oh, this puts football in perspective. Mm-hmm. I didn't need stuff like that to have perspective. It's a game. It's for fun, uh, at least from the fan perspective. You know, they play, they try, and if they lose, so be it. You know, we've seen a number of people here. As social media becomes more public, uh, we've seen people go after people. Uh, that Max Hall thing with some shirt. What was it? A couple of weeks ago. Well, I actually heard that uh, on Arizona radio. They were talking about that because Max is an Arizona kid. Uh, on on that situation and to uh, maybe that is something that could be put in perspective uh, to knock off the nonsense but yet again here I see it's like it's almost like daily now fights in the stands I was about to say I was yeah. waiting for you to come up like yeah. you don't need to put in perspective you got it but when you see some of the behavior at games 
and just sometimes it's two people, sometimes it looks like it's 10 or 15 people just swinging wildly. Yeah, it's like regular you, now. You Maybe it, it was before, but now everything is With filmed. video, right. Yeah, a lot of that's alcohol fueled, and those the, they tell you, you know, we 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 don't tolerate this behavior, and that'll be twelve bucks for your beer, please. You know, you, you tolerate making the money, uh, and then maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe it would be snuck in either way, and and there's nothing to prevent it. I don't know. I don't have any answers to this stuff, but maybe all that, all the shenanigans, uh, could stop. And I've seen sober people do it, too, so you can't just blame it on that either and realize, you know, this is just a game here and have fun with it. And when it's over, it's over. If your team wins, great. If they don't, uh, feel sad for a bit and get them next week or next year or next time, whatever. That's the way I look at it. I've never really taken it seriously. It's for fun, and and that's it. And then we debate topics, you and me, and we go after each other. But it's sports. It's it has no bearing on anything, really, in, in that way. Now, for the people involved who are, their livelihoods are on involved, that's a different story. But 99% of us is, is for fun. And, and when the youths take the field, I'm sure there'll be some type of memorial for SC. And then they'll come back, uh, what, in three weeks. I think they got the Devils over the UEA weekend. And, and they'll do something there. And I don't really care if it galvanizes the team as far as winning, but I never really cared about that anyway. If it does, great. But I don't know that it, if you win a football game, I don't know how it washes away the pain. I, 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 maybe it does, but for me, I, it's hard for me to understand that. Only to a small degree, you would think. Maybe, I don't know. Right. I can't speak, especially when you're young, because I think it, it upsets the natural order. If your 80-something-year-old grandparents die and you had a close relationship with them, you're sad. But that's the way it's supposed to be. Having buried multiple 80-something-year-old grandparents and having had a friend from high school die the summer between a freshman and sophomore year of college, one-car wreck, yeah, absolutely. There's a difference there. And these kids now, man, they're Nick Ford losing a sibling. I wasn't sure. I knew he lost one. I didn't know if he was older or younger, and he said he was older. Well, that, that, that's, a, that's a kick in the chops right there. And now to come up here. Fortunately for him, you know, he's on the other end of college. So there's a level of maturity as opposed to a 17- or 18-year-old who is away for the first time. Uh, and one of your teammates goes down like this and dies. Wow, I mean, that's stunning, I would think. That would be very difficult. Not that it's easy for Nick, but he It's he not easy for anybody, maturity. but, yeah, being older, I think we all recognize how much we changed from 18 to 20 to 22. Yeah, and he's been on his own now for a number of years. And I remember interviewing him because he, I saw that he came from San Pedro High, a school that I lived by, a school that I covered, and had many people that I knew went there. My stepmother-in-law went there, graduated uh, Hold on a second. <laughs> Step. Yeah. Mother-in-law. Got it. Okay. My father-in-law's second wife. Yeah. They, they were my parents. My, my parents were divorced. So, uh, yeah. And she was a Pedro. That's how we all ended up there because my father-in-law lived there. And when we when I got the job over there, I lived, we moved over there and to be close by him. So that was, that was, uh, you have to, you have to thank Ed and Irene Hummel because that was my stepmother-in-law's parents and they settled in Pedro. You follow me? 
I don't know why, and yet I do. <laughs> I have no idea why. So I remember interviewing him as a freshman because I thought it was funny. Yeah, in it was. A sense. I, I remember and, talking and, to him. And, yeah. and he was talking about medical school as a freshman. And I think he redshirted that year, if I remember correctly. So uh, he didn't even play, obviously, but he was talking about it. And here he is going forward. And I would agree with him. I've never been in that situation, but it would have to be extremely difficult to be a football player while going to medical school. I couldn't imagine that with all the demands, plus him being one of the leaders of the team. And the team's in a good spot with him being one of the leaders, for sure. All right, DJ and PK, we are going to take a break. We've got Frank Dolce coming up in about 20 minutes, Utah insider and analyst for the Zone Sports Network. We'll talk with him. Dylan Colley, former BYU wide receiver at 9 o'clock. Stay with us.